Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. This is Penn Sunday School. And to our listening ears, all Here we go. Sister siblings, welcome to Penn Sunday School, starring Penn Gillette. My name is Michael Cadeau, Penn, Matt, Freddy, Rich, and I are broadcasting from Show Creator Studios South in Las Vegas. And on this show, we're going to get into the extensive Fool Us update from our FU insider, Matt the Donnelly. And if that doesn't fill it up, we might even get to some viewer mail. Yeah. Take that. <laughs> Here he is preaching love. Mr. Pendulet. Yeah, here I am. Preaching love, preaching love, preaching love. So what is... Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. What happens is last time we talked, you guys? Um, I, I think both of us peed. <laughs> <laughs> We're lighter. Yeah. We're lighter since... Tried to come up with some sort of intro thing. Failed miserably at that. <laughs> I just told you guys I'm doing... Um, Hanging with Dr. Z. Yes. Yeah, that is such a great, it's a great show. And it's is anyone now. not in love with Dana Gould? Dana Gould has become one of the funniest people on earth. He started out. For many years. On earth. But he just keeps getting better. Uh, for those who don't know, he dresses like a character in the Planet of the Apes, yeah. Dana Gould, and then does a um, very retro 60s style Carson show with, uh, with the band and the whole yeah. thing. Which is lovely because I don't know, like it was that was such an iconic and great time, you know. We didn't know Carson was a was a maniac alcoholic, <laughs> and that I show felt better before like, that. <laughs> and that show just seemed like the center of the world and like the coolest hang in town. Yeah, yeah. And so when you do stuff that throws up to that era, it's really nice. It gives it gives you that warm feeling. And the monkey suit. And so got monkeys and a monkey. <laughs> so we should add to any pitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ghost Chimp MD. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Ghost Chimp MD. Yeah. Any pitch you can add a monkey to, you'll always do well. But uh, so I will be hanging with Dr. Z tomorrow. That's exciting. I mean, that, I won't be up tomorrow. I mean, they, they added it extensively. No, yeah. Uh, uh, so, uh, as well. And what will you Fuck, be wearing? Great. What's that? What will you be wearing? I'll be wearing my uh, shirt that I always wear whenever I do Zoom. <laughs> that it's not been cleaned since uh, March of 2020. Uh, that's the shirt I'll be wearing. I'll be wearing my uh, my pink uh, Apple headphones. Nice. I just ordered my uh, my new Apple Watch. I did not get up at 5 a.m. to uh, to order it, but I go to you know nine. Uh, the Apple Watch, do they get the same lines as the new phones? Uh, not the same, but they get a lot. Get okay. A lot. I got up last week. I got up uh, two mornings at 5 a.m. 
uh, which is tough for me. I don't usually yeah. get up at 5 a.m. And uh, I also had to check, make sure the children were off to school, which is not usually my job. Right. But it was Once my again, job. Wedding in Mexico. Wedding in Mexico. <laughs> tough. It's tough. I mean, it's so important. And uh, and uh, I uh, I had to do, uh, because Fool Us was debuting, I did a whole series of um, uh, local television around the country, about 15. It was three hours. Yeah. And it was me and Scott Wolf. <laughs> Scott Wolf and I were the two-person comedy team going on Zoom around the country. Oh, wow. And we started to get uh, our groove going, although, as always in these kind of group things, uh, every once in a while on one of the interviews, I, I go a little uh, odd. <laughs> <laughs> and then afterwards, I see fear in Scott Wolf's eyes. <laughs> like, is he going to do this every time? <laughs> so uh, one of them was... Uh, uh, so you guys, it's uh, you guys do mystery, you fool us, and you're doing Nancy Drew, and this is October. It'll be Halloween, and what are you gonna dress up as? I will be sexy nurse, and Scott Wolf will be sexy candy striper, <laughs> just like we do every year. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll I'll probably be with my children on Halloween, but I I, I guess I could be dressed as a sexy. Candy strap. You better be Scott. <laughs> Is that kind of a deal's a deal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Scott Wolf was very funny, very good, very nice to uh, nice, very nice to be in. And uh, uh, they, we don't because we we do a crossover this season. Yes, we go on Nancy Drew, and uh, Scott Wolf comes on our show. Well, he was yeah. So the, he was in the. I was, was hoping on, it was NCIS, but I guess I don't. I don't he was on Fool Us uh, this 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 week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he did. He did the uh, spike tape. Spike tape. Spike tape. He was very good. Did a good job. Excellent. Did a good job. And uh, we said it was a weird crossover because he's not on as the Nancy Drew character. Yeah. He's on as Scott Wolf. Mm -hmm. So it's not really. It's a cast crossover, and we are on Nancy Drew as Penn and Teller. As Penn. No, no, no. We play newscasters. <laughs> Whoa. Newscasters. And when they shot that Nancy Drew, I had the COVID. Oh, so Teller went in, and they got a uh, uh, a very attractive man, my size and my weight, <laughs> and wearing my suit, and uh, with my facial hair, and my coloring, and then he did the whole scene with Teller, right? And then when I got over the COVID, uh, first of all. The director of Nancy Drew, the woman that directs Nancy Drew, yeah. one of my favorite people in the world. Mm. I had one Zoom call. Well, actually, the whole, the producers and everybody on Nancy Drew are fabulous. Oh, cool. Really fabulous. And then they, we went to my, to my theater, you know, Penn and Teller Theater, and they set up green screen and stuff. And then I went and did my part alone. <laughs> and since they were shooting it, because I was a newscaster, a lot of the stuff was on the monitor of the camera that Teller was holding. So Teller had me on the monitor of the camera he was holding, but he was shooting the guy. Oh, then they wow. just inserted me. So this <laughs> yeah. whole pans up the guy's body and stuff. And it's supposedly seamless. That's incredible. I saw a little clip of it and it looked perfect. That's but I, I, I never went there. I'm a Tom Cruise deep fake. 
<laughs> Remember when we had that giant Samoan guy down on Fool Us? Not on Fool Us, on, uh, on uh, Off the Deep End. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a scuba diving pendulette. Yeah. Oh, Samoan. And, and this guy was, uh, this guy did a good job. I mean, it, it's odd because you'd think he'd show up on the set and go, hmm, I'm better looking than the guy I'm replacing. Why don't you just use me? <laughs> but he was there uh to do the whole part and get you know no credit huh so uh it was fun i mean it was fun to just do the thing and i liked i liked them so much the nancy grew people were just you know just none of any of the creepy showbiz stuff just good natured and happy and ready to do it we talked to the writer and she said uh I said, you know, you have Teller talking in this, probably better to rewrite. Oh, yeah, sure. That kind of reaction. You oh, know? wow. And the director was just great. Uh, Teller doesn't talk. Does doesn't talk in this. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he drops a camera and there's this, the, the shtick a uh-huh. And uh, it's not much of a stretch. We're two guys wearing matching suits. <laughs> uh, I'm talking, he's not. It's full wink. Yeah. Full wink on that. <laughs> so uh, we are, we are. And I talk about, you know, Horseshoe Bay, and I interview Nancy Drew. And okay. I wish I'd been on the set because they seemed so nice. Tell her get, carried on about how, how great it was and how fun it was, and probably more fun than being locked in a room for three weeks coughing. <laughs> Starting pepper, wondering if you're... Yeah. <laughs> no no sense of smell or taste, so... Uh, I don't, no spoilers, but d- does Nancy crack the case? Does Nancy figure it out? I, even Scott Wolf doesn't know. <laughs> because they shoot the, um, uh, it's it's one mystery the whole series. Oh, and so they've only done the first five of them or something. So they're still shooting. She's so. closing in. I was just <laughs> saying, yeah. So it's not it's not like a each episode. Scott Wolf moved his whole family to Vancouver. Wow, because he did not want to commute and be away from his children. So that's where they shoot Nancy Drew. Okay. That's a nice spot too. Which is what I say is by American or by by American Jaws, but that's. That's not important to this. <laughs> they shoot it all in Vancouver, whereas Fool Us CW is shot in the United States of America, just so you know. Yeah, be clear. But now it's the one-two punch of Fool Us and Nancy Drew. That, oh, you yeah. know, when we were doing uh, bullshit, yeah. it never seemed like we'd ever be teamed up as a, as a one-two punch with a, with a show that's for teens. Yeah. Know? But families. But now Fool Us is for teens, is for families. Definitely. Definitely. To the point that when we saw, uh, you know, that that thing, we, the thing that mostly Godot wrote, was mostly Godot, the virus thing with the ping pong balls. On bullshit. The, on bullshit. Right. Bowling balls, yeah. Bowling pins. Yeah. When we did that, uh, which now has gone all over, you know. This is great. It's everywhere. Very nice. Uh, which I got, I had a great interview. We did a thing with TMZ, right? And they said, uh, you did... Uh, you did this thing 10 years ago yeah. about uh, anti-vax people and how that's, uh, how that's uh, not true and pro-vaccine. 10 years ago, that was very prescient. Oh, they didn't use the word prescient. That was <laughs> something of you. it was TMZ. <laughs> what are you being me? <laughs> far out. <laughs> that was far out. <laughs> and they said, uh, uh, that's re- that was really great. They said, uh, it's really weird because how did you know that you know anti-vaccine yeah. stuff How'd you know the vaccine's going to be so good back then? I went, what? <laughs> I mean, we're talking about smallpox and mumps and measles and those. Yeah, but it wasn't COVID. I said, well, if I'd listed COVID in that list 10 years ago, I said my morality would be suspect. 
<laughs> why why did you know about covid 10 years ago Ben, yeah. and not tell us yeah, <laughs> yeah. apparently he escaped from a warehouse in vegas <laughs> <laughs> but um what's great about it is uh a lot of the articles uh glenn glenn has let me know uh that say Penn and teller from their show 10 years ago have this big bet and they say you may be shocked by some of the language because of course in on bullshit called bullshit uh <laughs> we said motherfucker often yeah on fool us we say it less often i'm not sure of that less often does it get aired <laughs> <laughs> right 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 yeah yeah but uh, uh it's true but I, I many people bring up that the that segment from bullshit all the time yeah um but it just yeah. every once in a while it comes back in in a wave it was all over reddit just Laughing. Yeah, well, as it should be. I think I think people sometimes have a hard time when you're assaulted with bullshit. Sometimes you have a hard time putting your thoughts into words when you're just angry at your friends. <laughs> and I think <laughs> and trying to quote Fauci is going to get you in trouble. So I think those things help. Yeah, well, Do you just want to send everybody a a copy of Jonathan Rausch's book? Just everyone yeah. on yes. Earth? Yeah. To be just required reading to be a part of the human race. We're gonna we're gonna talk to him. <laughs> yeah, I'll well. tell you something amazing. This uh, absolutely blew my mind. We're uh, telling I just gotten off stage yeah. the other night, right? And we're walking. We have three minute walk, two minute walk down the hall, yeah. where we one out of five times say something to one another, right? As opposed to just walking down sadly and quietly side <laughs> by side. Um, and Teller said. Uh, um, he was blown away by the Jonathan Rausch book, uh, uh, Constitution of Knowledge. It just destroyed Teller. That was the greatest thing he'd ever read. He was just blown away. And he said, and Teller always listens to a book in his car. Yeah. His commute is always listening to an audio book. And he said, you know what I'm listening to now? And I said, no. And he said, well, I love the Jonathan Rausch book so much, I'm listening to Kindly Inquisitors. I said, Tell her that's the book I read. He said, yes. I said, you're driving to and from work listening to my voice? He said, yeah, it's a little strange. <laughs> but I really wanted to listen to the book. And he said, you do a good job. Do a real good job. And I said, so you're listening to me driving in, then the whole show, and then driving home. He said, uh, yeah. I said, boy, that book was really hard to read. And at this point, this one ready chimes in and goes, was it even harder to edit? Do you want to say that? <laughs> All I'm doing is uh, reciting Piss Prayer right now. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that book, Kindly Inquisitors, has a lot of clauses. Yes. Uh, clauses. And it has a lot of clauses within clauses and foreign names and foreign words, and then quotations and footnotes that all have to be done in one sentence. Uh, it's really hard. It should be noted that you're not the one who reads the second book. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not hire that guy again. The no, they didn't hire me. I did it for free. Yeah. And then Jonathan Even worse. Rausch, Jonathan then he wouldn't, wouldn't let you do it for free? <laughs> no. Jonathan Rausch did not want to ask me sucked. again. It must have taken days to get through that. Can you believe they wouldn't let him do it for free? That, that's not the way I'm choosing to see it. <laughs> Let's ask the dogs. 
But uh, the big good news is, in like next week, do you know what it is? Ready? They're going to have Jonathan Roush on live. I have not been given a date yet. Uh, but it's 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 in October, so yeah, can't be that long away. I think it's next week. Yeah, that'll be really fun. That's going to be great. We're going to do a, we're going to do the live show a little earlier because uh, like we'll start at like uh, a flight. Yeah, as a flight, like ten thirty or eleven or something, and then we'll do uh, we'll do the shows with Jonathan, which should be really really fun. Yeah, he's just a great 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 guy. And last time we had him on for kind of the Inquisitors, awesome. we just loved him. We loved him, so we'll love him again. Yeah, Jonathan Roush. He'll be he'll be on. So um. Fool Us last week started out with the shocker. That's right. And I said, when we talked about Piff, I said there are two acts that just blew the doors off the place like it was Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, was, this was the other act I was talking about. The shocker just destroyed. Uh, literally destroyed. And as figuratively destroyed. But um, yeah, so if you didn't see the show, you got to check it out. He's, he was on the show before. He's a magician as a wrestling character. And this time he started to do... Uh, some some made some magic jokes and the curtain comes up and a very famous magic trick is a rope trick called Professor's Nightmare and open opens up the curtain and there lo and behold is a wrestler called Professor Nightmare <laughs> and it was this incredible I believe he is an instructor mm-hmm. at a uh, wrestling pro wrestling school yeah and he just takes the shocker and runs him through a match and they hired their own ring announcer guy mm-hmm. in it so those ring announcer guys are narrating the whole thing. And one of the things that I love for the for real true entertainers that come on the show is they plan for every moment. And the shocker planned for from beginning to end, you know. And he had a moment where you guys busted his trick, and Professor Nightmare was lying. They do a whole wrestling match, and the entire all the moves are predicted on the belt. Yeah, it was, it was a really good trick. Really good trick. And then the uh, Professor Nightmare is lying down wrestling style, like wiggling his leg every so often, and just doing a, a kind of like a zombie like thing. And uh, you guys bust him, and Professor Nightmare stops the Shocker from trying to steal a trophy and knocks him out, and then delivers the belt to you guys. Yeah. That was one of the most incredible, fun acts. It just, I mean, it was a giant wrestling ring. They did real wrestling moves. And uh, that both the Shocker and the guy who played Professor Nightmare were very compelling. I mean, my kids were very scared by Professor Nightmare. (laughs) We watched together. It uh, It was something else. But it was a really, really well done, well performed uh, piece of television yeah. from beginning to end. So good, really good. And they, uh, uh, he came just a hair's breadth from uh, from winning. Yeah, and that's that. You know, uh, as a matter of fact, you know, one little thing different, tiny thing different, he would have won. Yeah, one tiny thing different, and. Uh, 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 we were not sure, but I had a guess, and we went with that, and it was right. That's it, right? And so, I think uh, there was there was even scuttlebutt back in the truck about it, mm-hmm. about whether what what counts as a fool or not, you know. And the only thing I had said in that conversation was there are other times where, where magicians have performed stuff, and you and Teller have said you got you got lucky on that, didn't you? Yeah, right. And if you instead you did this, you did your big wrestling bust. Yeah. But I think if you hadn't, if you were doing a regular bust, you might have said something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that would. That yeah, would I did. On. I did. I did it in kind. Yes. And because of doing it in kind, I I didn't do quite the uh, academic bust I would have done otherwise. Right. And I think that was the thing that I thought people were missing. But uh, 
uh, yeah, it was it was a nice because of that. It was a very nicely performed impossible prediction. Yeah, it was really really good. Yeah, and uh, what a wonderful people are being so ambitious. I mean, fool us is uh, this season is the best. Yeah, I mean, we've been around for a really really uh, uh, long time. You know, this is yeah. this is season nine, so people really um, know the show and, and buy into it and are able to do good stuff with it. And the Shockers are just a great guy. Oh yeah, have you have you hung with him at all? I time? have actually. He uh, we had him play Scoop Fest. We had him oh, play really? Scoop Fest in a variety show uh, a few years back, whatever. But Greg, his, his real name, Greg, is very cool guy. He runs different magic variety shows around town all the time, and uh, yeah, he's well liked and, and well connected magician in town. Um, and the guy who played Professor Nightmare was really sweet. <laughs> yeah, no, he was so good. It's like dripping in makeup and blood and stuff. It's yeah, great. It's great. <laughs> it's really, really funny. He just took his time. Each dialogue was so patient. That's yeah. made him so creepy. Yeah. He was in no rush. It was really <laughs> nice. They had a yeah. full ring in there. It made all the big slams full and everything. Ring. And sounded amazing. And jumped off the ropes. I mean, it was really incredible. <laughs> really incredible piece of And talent. also, um, for a trick. Yeah. It was really the way you should do a trick. Yeah. It wasn't like I've got, you know, three pieces of paper with different things printed on them. <laughs> yeah. It was yell out something now. Yes. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you're and you're yelling those things without knowing it's going to pay off in a prediction. That's also the nice thing about right, it. Right, really. You're just watching a wrestling match. Yeah. It was really nice. Um, yeah. Br brilliant. That was great. And then uh talking about how long the show's been on and influencing other people. You had your youngest fooler ever. Youngest fooler, yeah. And he, the fooler was a fooler. Yeah. He was, what, 14 years old? I think so. I yeah. Think he was around 14. Which means because we had a gap from the first, he, he was born uh, when we did like the first season of Fool Us. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Really? <laughs> we, yeah. We've been on the that English long. Version, yeah. And he came on and, uh, and fooled us. Yeah, he just seemed like he was- Really fooled us. Yeah. I mean, righteously fooled us. It was not like, oh, he's a cute kid. <laughs> he's Let's working on it for 14 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's really, yeah, again, it was the, the next level thinking on this. He really sold you like, hey, I'm a cute kid doing a pretty standard round of egg bits. Mm -hmm. Bits with eggs. It's like this nice silent routine. So if something, you know, he has some kind of magic coach. Great. You're going to do a great little egg bit that's a standalone hunk that can go in talent shows, birthday parties. Look at you go, young one. And then he makes this egg hover <laughs> <laughs> above a table, uh -huh. covers it with a glass. Yeah, covers it with a glass. Covers oh. it with a glass. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Covers it with a glass until I both went, uh. Spins uh, the glass. What? And then lifts up the glass and fully scoops underneath the entire <laughs> egg to grab it and holds it up. And it went, <laughs> watching it in the moment, was like, watch, like, oh, what a cute chick. Look at him go. What a nice little kid. Wait a minute! <laughs> did he just did he just grab that egg out of the glass? <laughs> and it was uh, it was a really well performed trick. Yeah, Teller said, "I I don't I don't know how you uh, I don't know how you put the glass over and put your hand underneath it." <laughs> that was the only comment afterwards. There was no talk of he's a cute kid. <laughs> there was no talk of oh is that wonderful? He's been alive in the, the show. There was not like oh those are cute little egg tricks. Yeah. There was no talk about that. Just tell her turn to me and said, I don't, I don't know how you put the glass in Virginia. <laughs> <Just, laughs> it's kind of what the show's about, and he uh, he did it. <laughs> <laughs> Magic Maxwell. 
Uh, yeah, Maxel. Maxel. Like Max- Axel. Maxel. Maxel, right, because he's a German or something. German kid, yeah, yeah. Magic Maxel. Magic yeah. Maxel. Okay. Very, very good. Very good. You welcome back to the show, Jackie Yu. Jackie Yu, yeah. Who, uh, man, I like him a lot. Little tiny guy. He is prolific. Yes. On his social media posting. Yeah, well, that's it. Is that <laughs> I watched this trick develop on social media. He was doing different versions of it on right. social media. And also, oh, I didn't. Oh, he, didn't. <laughs> he didn't fool us anyways. No, he didn't. He didn't. But uh, he fooled you the first time he was on. Mm-hmm. And that was one where he had the sticker, no matter, where he put the, no matter what he put the sticker on, it was the ace. Oh, yeah. He had Allison up there and just kept, it was a really well-performed match. He's such an enthusiastic, nice guy. Um, this one, he has a table. He counts cards, pushes them into the table, and they disappear. And then he had a black tablecloth. He removed the black tablecloth, clear tablecloth, counted cards right into the glass, and you watched them disappear. Looked fantastic. And then he finally put the glass, put the cards through the glass to catch each one of them as he pounded them through. Just really just awesome looking stuff. I've been following him on Instagram forever just because he's just such a good visual thinker. His wife and him have done a quick change act forever. We actually interviewed him on Piff's Pod. And uh, he just went to like a, there's just a magic school he's from. And they just go over all kinds of magic because he's like, oh, I'll do a quick change here. I'll do this kind of close up thing. Or I'll do that. And I said, you know, in America, we like to kind of specialize and choose our lane. And when you do that, then you just shit on every other form of magic once you do it. You don't, <laughs> you don't do all those things. And he's like, no, I went to a magic school where we just learned every kind of magic every day and worked on stuff every day. And you can't get, you know, whatever your graduation credentials or whatever, unless you do something completely original that the professors all approve of and that kind of stuff. And it just was crazy to listen to like what his version of working on magic is. He just works on it every day, all the time. Yeah, because he works on it. Yeah. <laughs> His version of working on magic is to work on magic. Yeah, yeah. Which not a lot of people do. No. They sit around talking about magic. Yeah, yeah. I, I do a lot of visualizing myself. Um, <laughs> How about to take a little break here to talk about, uh, you know, these uh, Joybird guys? Oh, yeah. They're rather new. They're rather new. Uh, but we just, uh, we, just, we just got a couch from them. We ordered it. Yeah. Wow. We haven't gotten it yet. But it's really good. Your home should show off what makes you you, right? Yeah. You want to have it. We needed a couch for the new, because our um, my mother-in-law's moving out. She bought a house. Mm-hmm. I bought a house for her, which is how you get your mother-in-law out of your house. And, um, That's one way to handle that. So her room. Yeah, nice trick. Her room is now going to be uh, kind, of, uh, kind of a guest room. Yeah. And we needed a new couch for there. So Joybird has a selection of customizable furniture and modern home decor that you bring your unique style into your space, which was formerly my mother-in-law's space, now my space. <laughs> Joybird offers modern, customizable furniture for every space, available in a variety of vibrant, durable fabric options. Joybird's semi-annual sale is here, is here. So I can't wait to get this. Uh, I haven't gotten it yet, but I, everything I hear about these guys, it's just really, really great. Really, it's really done. great. Ordering furniture online has never been easier or more fun. Choose from over 18,000 customizable options or browse curated collections to find the perfect piece for your one-of-a-kind style. Book a virtual showroom appointment. Chat with a showroom stylist from the comfort of your own home. Uh, from rich, buttery leathers, which we haven't got, to the softest velvets, you're sure to find the fabric and texture that's right for you. You can even order a free fabric swatch kit. I didn't think I was going to say that right either. <laughs> to feel fabrics before you buy. From design to ongoing care, Joybird has you covered. Unsure to start? Joybird's 
Design specialists are standing by to make your vision a reality for free. With Joybird's protection plan, your upholstery and leather pieces will always look good as new without having to treat them like they're in a museum. Uh, financing rates as low as 0% for 36 months. Relax now, pay later. Each piece is made with incredible care using responsibly sourced materials free from harmful chemicals. Uh, through partnerships with groups like One Tree Planted, Joybird is helping conserve and restore the Earth's most precious natural resources. Quality craftsmanship, stain and scratch resistant fabrics, and limited lifetime warranty. Joybird furniture can handle anything your family throws at it, literally. And perhaps most important, Joybird stands by its quality and craftsmanship. Not everything you hope for, send it back. 90 day return policy. 90, 90 day, day. For furniture. You can, that's crazy. That's really good. Yeah. That's great. Create a space that brings you joy with Joybird. Visit joybird.com slash pen and get 30% off your purchase. That's 30% off at joybird.com slash pen. You all said that very clearly. Thank you. So who else was on? You know, they have, uh, oh, before you go any further, they have some uh, pet-friendly fabrics. I just thought I'd mention that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> Maybe it'll pet the, the dog for you. Yeah. <laughs> Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Oh, dear. Uh, go ahead, Matt Donnelly. What else? Uh, ben Seidman returned to the show. He was on one of the really early seasons, so it was good to see him back. He worked really hard. That's a hard trick. Oh, such a hard trick. And he might not get full credit for, you know, the whole uh, doing things from home thing. It's important to remember that there are there are no uh, edits allowed. Right. You know, like it's, uh, it's done in real time. Uh, yes, that was a trick that if you could do edits was nothing. Right. If you could do camera tricks was nothing. Right. And it's one of those tricks that you have to, the whole time you're watching it, keep in mind that he's performing it absolutely real live for us. Yeah. And that is mind-blowing. He's always, uh, Ben's a, a, a very accomplished magician, a good magical thinker. Um, I bought a few of his stuff. He does an amazing job when you when he gives you like a DVD of something he buys. He's, he's great at talking practical performance and things like that. And so this was like, you know, one of the one of the few people who you're like glad did a Zoom show. <laughs> uh, uh. He had a really great Zoom show, and this was from that. And so he submitted it back when they weren't sure if um, you know studio audiences and all that kind of stuff was happening with the show. So he 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 submitted it as as a trick to be doing done remotely. Um, and you joked on air, uh, but it's a true story that he talks with Teller mm -hmm. back and forth, and then he he told Teller, "I'm working on this kick-ass thing." And tell us it shut up, basically. Yeah, <laughs> shut up and submit submit it to the show. Don't tell me about it and get and go go for it. So Ben surprised you guys by appearing on the show. But um, if you didn't get a chance to see it, he has a catalog on his phone. He lets you guys scroll through it. You press stop, and you you different books that he, you could buy for his magic library. Behind him was a packed bookshelves of all these different books. Behind him, you chose one book. He let you change your mind. You did. You chose another book, and then all of a sudden he put his hand up to the camera took it away, 
There's only one book standing alone on the bookshelf in like an instant second. <laughs> nice. Grabs it. It's the first book pen selected, which feels like an oops. It takes off the book jacket and it's the book pen selected underneath the book jacket. Beautiful. Really. Right, really beautiful. And remember, really. no cuts. Right. No cuts. Nice. Like so, I said, really nothing. If you did this in a TikTok video, <laughs> nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. Yeah. But uh, done live, which it was. Yeah. Really, really, That's really right. mind blowing. Yeah. Really slow. So it was a good show. These are good shows this year. Yes. Very, yeah. Very yeah. I mean, the, the first two, I mean, yeah, these three, first two kick ass. And then you guys had your friend Scott Wolf on, did Spike Tape. Yeah. I, I, th I think Scott Wolf's really nice. Yeah. 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 Although, you know, when you do, uh, when you do uh, a bunch of TV interviews with Scott Wolf. Yeah. Uh, all the interviewers go, man, Scott Wolf, you look so young. You look so good. You look really, really good. We've also got Penn here. Hey, <laughs> how's it going, fella? <laughs> <laughs> That's what every, every. You're as tall as we remember. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You look that big. How's it going, big fella? <laughs> He's so now, Are you guys cute. still doing spike tape in your show? No, we're not doing that. Okay. Uh, we just cut it because we put other new stuff in. <laughs> Piff and I joke all the time. We're like, the stuff that's just sitting in your warehouse, <laughs> the stuff that's just sitting around, the stuff that'd be a worker for anyone else in the business. <laughs> well, you know, we, we can do it all. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think it was Handsome Jack, of course, Yeah. who uh, detailed uh, all the working tricks that we have. <laughs> uh, 170? That's madness. <laughs> 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 Considering that you need four to actually work. Yeah. Right. Now, you guys did TV specials and, you know, you've Broadway shows and stuff like that. Of course, you need more than that. But 170 is, I'll just say, it's too much. But yeah. let's also say, how long is each one? They're all four or five minutes? Uh, 170 times yeah. five minutes? <laughs> yeah. uh, Someone Lord. could figure that out. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's over two hours. But that spike tape thing is a, that's a it's fun. It's original. It's a good trick. It's a really good just, trick. We had more new stuff coming in. <laughs> we wanted to do. Yeah, you know that was uh, there was a magician. Yeah. In uh, in Vegas. Yeah. Who was uh, did not change his show for uh, I don't know 150 years. Yeah. And uh, we were talking to him about it backstage, and he said, um, "Well, I." can't put new stuff in because everything i got in my show it's all gold it's all gold. <laughs> he used the phrase all gold <laughs> and um after he left saying that tone i looked at each other and once again piff's prayer don't <laughs> don't know what tellers really think he had another <laughs> i said but you know it can be it, it, sure it's all gold it's a great show you can have more than 90 minutes of gold. You can have, I mean, no one says you can only have 90 minutes of gold. Elon Musk is not done making money. <laughs> What's that? Elon is not yeah, done yeah, making exactly. money. <laughs> you, you, it's, it's all gold. You do that. And then um, uh, Teller said, yeah, but also a lot of it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> he said, there's, there's three things in there that are absolute shit. So it's not all gold. <laughs> so there you got Piff's Mostly prayer. Mostly gold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a different precious metal entirely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's where we. That's that's that that's where we were. So Tell and I just we love doing it. You yeah. Know? And we will have if we have another season to fool us. Yeah. We'll have pressure to come up with new stuff. And if we don't have another season to fool us, we'll write a lot of new stuff for the live show. Right. 
there's not financial pressure on us to do new material. Mm-hmm. Uh, t- Teller and I, I'm, I'm 66. Teller's 73, maybe. Yep. Yeah, 73. He's seven years older than me. Okay. Yeah. So uh, is that right? Favorite checkout. 73 checkout, yeah. So um, we have quite literally and actually enough material to last us the rest of our lives. There's no way we're going to live long enough. Yeah, and that's if life goes well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have enough material. That's yeah. So um, we're only doing it because we love doing new stuff. Now, people, when they come to Vegas, we did not do this for marketing. You know, conventional wisdom in Vegas is you never have to change your show because right. the audience changes. Right. So no other show does change. But we have found that people come to see our show every year, right? Which they do not do with other shows. Right. People that come to Vegas every year, they don't go they don't go to see a show they've seen before. They come to see us. Cause they know it'll be I can't say a hundred percent new, but boy, it'll be a lot new. Also, you like you don't mind seeing a hit's a hit. I, I you know, all these magicians will argue this back and forth with each other, but you know, if you have a hit, sometimes people just want to don't mind hearing that hit. It's all gold. It's all gold. <laughs> no, like uh is Cowboy in the show right now? No. Right. And that thing is like when you bring it back, I'll want to go to that show. Yeah. I love that bit. So you like seeing stuff that that yeah. that are, that are we do, good we do. bits. We 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 got a lot of cowboys down the show. God damn it! <laughs> Let's we'll do, it do next a... week. We're doing a show next week. You and I can do it tonight. We're doing uh... doesn't have to be cowboy. It could be spaceman. <laughs> we're doing uh, uh, Teller's gambling problem. Oh right, yeah, we're yeah. doing that tonight. And then we're going to put in something different next week. And we've been working really hard. I, ah, boy, there's this idea, you know it, that I've been kicking around now two years. Yeah. Maybe longer of uh, uh, age-appropriate escape. Yes. Uh, which is mm-hmm. uh, when you're 20 years old, you want to see someone half naked in chains. When they've crossed 60, no. So we want to do an escape that is age-appropriate. So we're talking about rocking chairs. Although we were working on this all day yesterday, and the idea that we got that really makes me laugh is a stair lift, stair yeah. elevator, you know, <laughs> uh-huh. going up, mm, doing an escape from a straitjacket while riding up in one of those. Mm. Oh, nice. So that's where, that's where, uh, like as if that's the time. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's And then great. there's a, there's a, there's a, like spikes at the top or something that <laughs> you're riding up. You can just put lift. nothing at the top and just have it go off. Yeah. Well, we, th- we thought that about that, but really- it, yeah. But it's hard to do. Hard to make that work on stage. Yeah, it's ugly. <laughs> that's, that's it's it's also funny. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a, uh, you know, yeah. Adding spices makes it funny. Yeah. So we're we're playing around with that, uh, and uh, yeah, that's one of the new bits going. In. We got another thing we're doing with uh, with a big old bucket of blood, and there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of there's a lot of new stuff going in, including this thing that I'm really excited about, crazy excited about, where the audience, uh, wisdom of crowds. It's based on the wisdom of crowds idea where the entire audience, as they come in, will be uh, guessing how many, um, how many uh, jelly beans in a jar. Mm. And we're going to uh, see if they can predict that. Uh, so it should be really fun. There's a lot, a lot of counting. many, <laughs> a lot of counting, but many, so many. That's really, you know how much people love that? Well, you it. know, our show has been lately a lot of counting and people, do, you know, it's amazing. We're doing this trick with a deck of cards, right? Mm-hmm. Where they, where they have yeah. to count down the deck of cards and during all the rehearsal stuff, right? All the rehearsal stuff. Um, uh, we went, oh Jesus, if someone picks 
uh, a number that's that's 40. Yeah. You're counting to 40 on stage. Uh, that's horrible. And we had all these tricks to, I mean, I don't mean tricks and magic tricks, but all these theatrical tricks to try to shorten that time and speed it up. No. The audience hangs on every number. It's really, really great. As a matter of fact, now we like high numbers. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, it's just really, uh, it's really funny that that holds up. Attention yeah, holds up. Great. So, you know, but things do come in clusters. It's, it is incredible how when you're thinking about stuff, like one, one year, if you watch Fool Us, it's everything has a, uh, uh, like a stool in it right. and sitting down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And another year, it's all levitations. And it's just sort of thinking about, and this year tends to be a lot of counting. Right. I really care about the numbers of things. <laughs> and, uh, that stuff comes out. So, it's your blue period or whatever those artists yeah. go through. And the other thing <laughs> I've been pushing for forever that we finally get a trick for is, um, I'll give this away. I don't care. I have been pushing, and I mean, I've been saying this to Teller every time we meet, Dixie Cups with Strings. I want Dixie Cups with Strings. Like the old phones the kids just try yeah, to- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be doing a bit where um, we stretch out a Dixie Cup with Strings and Teller is talking to the audience member who goes to their ear and then repeats it <laughs> and has a microphone. Because I just think that having wires running over the audience oh, yeah. with someone having a Dixie cup is really, really funny. That is funny. And we have a uh, we have a killer, killer trick to go with it. Nice. As Piff would say, all killer, no filler. That's what, <laughs> that's what Piff likes to say when he comes up with a trick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of new stuff. And then, you know, as I said, Hondro flies in from spain a month from right now yeah. and he is going he's he's been hired as a writer for the next season of fool us and if there isn't a next season of fool us he's been hired for a writer for the penn and teller show yeah but we want to have the three of us really really banging out stuff yeah because we've never we've never been in a room with hondro trying to create stuff right he was sorry briefly he was there with another magician oh that's right he was but that was like a day was a day, and he was unbelievably useful. Yeah, unbelievably useful. So having him for I think ten days. Yeah, we're going to work every day, and Teller and I just go and I think the three of us are uh, that's a whole season of fool us. Yeah, uh, putting that together. He gave you two bits just for fun anyway. Yeah, without without <laughs> being on the payroll, he just yeah. gave you two. Huh? Gave us gave us two bits that are that are amazing. And Hondro and I, you know, I'm learning Spanish with Hondro. And we speak Spanish for 90 minutes, yeah. but now it's almost all talking about tricks. Oh, wow. He talks about stuff he's done and how it went. And Not hamburgers with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> hamburgueses con queso. <laughs> That's my conversations, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we both do Duolingo. I'm 348 days in. in yeah, I'm, I'm coming up on 300. Uh, How's your Spanish, Cano? Muy bien, gracias. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have uh, we have Eddie Good, our buddy Eddie Good. Yeah. Now that you're back in town, let's do we'll it. We'll meet him this week. Yeah. And he uh, he he uh, he wrote a little love letter to Hondro, um, <laughs> which I forwarded to Hondro, nice. just saying, boy, he's he's good because he watches. Um, uh, he, you know, a lot of people, especially people who speak Spanish, of course, have gone to uh, YouTube and looked up Hondro and seen the. You know, hundred tricks he did. Oh yeah, with like there. Tom Cruise, Will Smith, Justin Bieber. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of them. Yeah, he's done tricks. 
Because when they go to Spain, they would do a Andro show. Yeah. And they'd have the. Uh, right. That's what he'd do. Yeah. So he's done, done tricks with everybody. So if you speak Spanish or you're working on Spanish, Andro, I would just warn you, talks wicked crazy fast. <laughs> <laughs> wicked crazy, stupid fast. Um, someone wrote in that they had an idea for a, uh, a TV series. And they wrote in about how would we how would we read about that. I just want to tell people again, just tell you again, um, we're not looking for ideas. And if you send us something, any idea at all, there are people, whether it's Ready Rich or whether it's Glenn or whether it's Laura, that will take that idea, read it, and promise never to tell us. It will not get through. It is an, it is an uh, airlocked chamber because uh, just in, in not only, I was going to say for legal reasons, yeah. but it's not just for legal reasons. It's also, if I read someone else's idea and Teller and I are in a meeting and something of, the, of that idea pops into my head, then I will never know right. how much of that idea I took. Yeah. I just, you just can't tell. It becomes, I mean, never mind that a judge couldn't tell. I can't tell myself. Right. You know, once you've told me an idea and three weeks later, you know what I mean? If you told me, like I just said, you know, uh, stair lift. Right. Now, if, if you're working on a bit and you come up with an idea to use a uh, rascal scooter. Right. You'll never know whether right. you would have gotten that idea if I hadn't sure. said stair lift. Certainly been prompted by it. Yeah. And, uh, so we can't, we can't do that. Not because of just legal stuff, which is the excuse we use, but also just because of we want to be able to think of ideas purely, you know, just, yeah. just throw them out and don't feel about that. Uh, so um, don't send us ideas. You know. <laughs> uh, what you could do, you know, is if you have ideas that are out and working and done and you have some success, uh, we do hire people to work with. We, we, we hire two people here. Yes. <laughs> We hire, uh, you know, we hire. Uh, I have no ideas. <laughs> we hire, uh, we hire Piff. You know, we've hired, uh, we've hired Piff. Of course, we hired Johnny forever. We hired Handsome Jack. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're hiring uh, Hondro. Uh, we, uh, we're very, very open to that. Uh, McBride, you even hire him. I McBride, mean. Wes yeah. Isley. Yeah. Wes Isley, you know, we, we hired. Uh, we've done, uh, we've done all sorts of, as a matter of fact, if you get on Fool Us, there's a really good chance we'll hire you later. <laughs> I mean, everybody talks about getting work from Fool Us. Yeah. You could also get work from Penn and Teller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's one of the things uh, we're doing. Yeah. So, uh, what do you got? Uh, what do you got coming up there? Uh, well, I'll be playing the House of Magic at the downtown Grand on Fremont Street. You want to spend a nice night out on the town? My show's at six o'clock, and it's on uh, the twenty-first through the twenty-fourth of this month. So, kind of a a late afternoon out of the town. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm saying you'll go somewhere after. You get to go to, I, I'm your excuse to get to Fremont and then you go out after. I see. That's perfect. Exactly right. And I'm there the same room 14th through the 17th. Okay. Yeah. And then maybe, maybe with Matt, if we, if they, if, if they're not mad about me doing more time than I should. <laughs> <laughs> We're not sure if they want it to be a rotating cast or not. Yeah. Ah. But I think for Sunday school listeners, it might be a treat to have both of us there. Yeah. It could be a big week. And then I'm if going there's to, a huge response, then yes. Yeah. I'll definitely do it with you. And uh, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, first weekend of November, I'm in Utah, West Jordan, Utah, at the Prestige Oh, yeah. Theater. That's what used to be the dining thing, but you're in the Thrill Theater Theater. Yeah, they have the theater side. There's two two different sides of the building. 
is a fancier, more expensive meal to your left when you come in, but you're going to the right. Uh, 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 <laughs> 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 see the full stage show. Uh, I love, uh, I love the, the actual, it's like a comedy club type feel. I like, like it with, it's a comedy club with an actual backstage. Those two things don't happen. What? Yeah. what? So, so it's really nice. It's perfect for a magician, which is obviously why they designed it that way. Uh, so it's really nice to play there. And then I will be in Elkton, uh, Maryland, Northern Maryland, right between Baltimore and DC there. Northern Maryland, uh, second weekend of November, doing two shows. And if it sells out, I'll do a third. It's a small little theater. So check that out. Um, you can also look for Elkton Magic on Twitter. The link is there. We're busy folks. I have uh, shows... Uh, November 10th in Greeley, Colorado, and I don't know where in Greeley. I apologize. <laughs> <And> <laughs> someone will pick me up and take me there. Um, there's also one on November 13th in Pueblo, Colorado. And then one a few days after that somewhere, Bend, Oregon. And then Saratoga, Wyoming. All kinds of stuff coming up. We're busy well, people. Uh, you know, uh, Magic Goes Wrong is yeah. reopened in London. That's great. And I think that Teller and I are maybe go over in December. Oh, cool! To, uh, to see that and uh, uh, and uh, do some press for it. Great, you know. Excuse yeah. me, someone's at my door. <laughs> <laughs> Might be mine. I'm I'll also sure. tell you, things are changing. Last night at the show, yeah, at Teller's show, we had nine hundred people. Wow, I had thirty-two. <laughs> mine. No, but uh, for Vegas, I couldn't mean, get into Ve yours. <laughs> Vegas, Vegas as a whole, it's been a strange collection of who's coming here and who can buy tickets and that kind of, it's been a weird time here. So yeah, 900 is a big deal. We used to average about 1200 a night. Yeah. That's what we used to average. And then, uh, coming back after the pandemic or after the shutdown, yeah. pandemic is still in full swing. Yeah. Um, after the shutdown, we were averaging about 500. Right. You know, we less than, you know, less than half what we used to do. And uh, 900, it bodes well. I don't know how tonight's doing. Yeah. But 900 bodes well to, to get up to doing regular stuff. But some shows are really, really suffering badly. In, in the midst of, with your attendance, you also went up to a full schedule too. I, well, almost. Yeah. But you went to five. You went five yeah, we, we did five, but we have all these shows on the road that change it around. So oh, okay. our schedule is a little bit uh, 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 iggly piggly. That's not a phrase anybody uses. <laughs> That's the hoogly woogly. <laughs> Is there a word like that I want There's to one use? one like that somewhere. We're, we're just not hitting it yet. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, it's a good tease for next week. Next week, we will know the term. <laughs> yeah. Straight back with more higgly piggly. <laughs> <laughs> and you said you watched this show, Succession? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have trouble with television shows. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you why. Uh, whenever they show a character that says embarrassing things or mean things. Yeah. Every time the character speaks, I think, I guess I do that. Oh, <laughs> this is not the show for you then. This is not, this I is get, not one you should throw around your empathy around piggly wiggly get, or whatever. I get really depressed. I go, Oh, I guess I've said stuff that mean. Well, I started watching that show early when people were kind of on the fence about it. And I was watching every episode and my wife was like, should I watch it? I was like, no, you will hate this show. Do not watch it. Uh, I'll tell you the uh, the, the uh, Culkin guy. Yes, uh, Kieran Culkin. Yeah, he's really good. Yes, or he's like that. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. It's really there's, he's you think this is like Homeland. <laughs> they just exactly. Crazy people. <laughs> exactly. It could be. 
you know, that's that's Jonesy's thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Homeland. He goes, no one's that good an actor. <laughs> What's your name, Claire Dane? Claire Dane, yeah. He goes, Claire Dane's fucking out of her mind. No one's that yeah. good an actor. I said, she might be that good an actor. He goes, no, she's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's fucked up. <laughs> I think the attraction of that show is that you always hear like, more money, more problems, or like, trust me, you wouldn't trade places with a rich person. I've never heard that. Uh, that's what they tell poor people to make oh, them okay. feel better. Yeah. Uh, this show is written to do that, is to go like, gosh, these guys are all loaded and powerful, and man, I wouldn't switch places with any of them. They just all suffer so much. I would switch places with the, uh, the husband of the daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tom. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I do, I have, I have that problem, you know? Yeah. And I would say, I think I say stuff like that. And Robbie goes, no, that, I don't know why you-, you don't I, tell people fuck off all the time. No, just half And they time. say that like, <laughs> they say that like twice a show. Yeah. I also really, really dislike the uh, saying an incredibly mean thing and then say, I'm just joking with you. Oh they yeah. They do that yeah, yeah, yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. And it's it's based on Murdoch, right? Yeah, the Murdoch family, yeah. But it's not really, right? I mean, it's not like No, no, no. Not as close as Citizen Kane to Hearst. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. It's a it's just it's just a launching point. They launched it thinking that Trump wasn't going to win the election and that the a kind of fanciful fanciful take on the Murdoch family would have been like a nice little diversion kind of thing. And then it happened right when Trump got elected, so it became this gigantic commentary on Fox News and that kind of stuff. Right, yeah. But yeah. Um, that's not what they intend, and I think watching it now is better. Like, you starting to watch it now, I think is actually probably a better time to watch it. Yeah, well, it's, 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 uh, that Culkin guy is really good. He's good, and he just gets better. Oh, uh, he's, he's, the show uh, goes on. Yeah, I'm in the second, uh, season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's, uh, yeah. he's, uh, he's, it's just, you know what, I, I, I never notice this stuff. You know, yeah. directors, directors give, uh, Actors get ideas like this. Directors get ideas like this. And then I'll hear interviews where they'll talk about it. Yeah. And I always go, I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. I noticed one in succession <laughs> that made me really happy, which is the Roman character, the Culkin yeah. character, yeah. never sits in a chair normally. Oh, right. Ever. Yeah. He sits, like he'll sit on top of a refrigerator. Yeah. He'll lay on the floor. He'll be over in the corner. He There's even one scene where he sits on the back of a leaning back theater chair yeah. in like a classroom. Yeah. And he's he's flipping right back. But you do not have, and he says, I'll stand when he's in a boardroom meeting. Yeah. I, I don't believe I have seen in a season and a half him ever sitting in a chair. Oh, that's great. In a normal way. In a normal way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He puts like a knee up or he does yeah, yeah, yeah. to be over that. And most of them don't. You right. know, when they're waiting around for the father to die, yeah. they're all sitting on the floor. Yes. It's like chairs are too plebeian for them. <laughs> <laughs> they they won't use chairs. And the guy playing uh, Kendall? Yes. Boy, when he gets into his funk and he's just that robot, yeah. I love him. I know. I just, just I say, suffering I'd like, and, I'd like and to sullen. be like that. Yeah. I want to be like that. <laughs> Well, you were with your dogs this week. Yeah, I was. I get that way. Right. I get that way. And uh, I f it feels good to be that way. Yeah. It feels good to be just... Just defeated? Defeated, yeah. <laughs> I like that feeling. Just letting all that effort go. Yeah. I, I don't have to do anything because I've just, lost. I've just lost. And the guy playing Greg, mm. now Talia's, 
Six foot seven. Oh. They never cast tall people. No. For really good reason. It, it looks stupid. Yeah. I mean, you, when he's talking to Tom or when he's talking to the other characters, yeah. you go, what are they? Are they really short? No, I know. I know. It looks really wrong. I'll tell you that thing. I will make a prediction. That actor, whatever that actor's name is. I forget. Who plays Greg, the young guy, the tall yeah. guy. I'm, I, I'm making a prediction right now. Mm-hmm. Making a prediction right now. You might want to take money on this. Okay. Never will he do a movie with Tom Cruise. (laughs) Never. (laughs) He will not do a movie with Tom Cruise. (laughs) Tom Cruise does not want him in a scene with him. No, he does not. Because he makes everyone look really short. He does. And I like it. I just go, oh, yeah, that's what a tall person looks. Because they just don't cast tall people. No, they don't. (laughs) Unless it's it's for a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's a a factor (laughs) of the, yeah, a factor of the Yeah, they don't just cast a regular... A regular character is tall. Yeah, and uh, I like I like I like seeing Greg running around being enormous. Yes, <laughs> while being weaselly and picked on as well. Yeah, yeah. He also yeah he also is 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 a picked on character. Yeah, he's also a new character. So having him be that tall is uh, I just I just so I'm watching. I don't know how long it'll last. I watched a little bit of American Rust for those who thought that Mayor of East uh, Eastwood, of Eastwood was too uh, high high class. East Town, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too high class, too, too cheery, yeah. too rosy. Yeah. American Rust is there to just say, okay, let's take all that good-natured rich person stuff mm-hmm. out of Mayor of Eastwood, and we'll, we'll take that down and die. So if you're watching American Rust yeah. and uh, and Succession yeah. at the same time, it really tells you, you'll be miserable at any strata you want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny, Tom, I think enjoy being defeated. I really crushed that show when Sarah was going away all the time to work on a crazy ex-girlfriend. She worked in the whole final season uh-huh. assistant choreographer. And so I was watching the kids alone a lot and then to get up and do this, the school thing with them every morning, uh, while she was gone. And that's when I was banging through those. So you're the right. Succession. Yeah, you're right. I was in a moment where I felt like I was defeated and just dragging my ass through every day. Yeah. And it's a perfect compliment to that. <laughs> Carry for your kids. God, what an imposition! It's awful, isn't it? <laughs> there should be. I need help. That should be their. That should be their. Their whole slogan. Yeah. Succession. When you've given up all hope. <laughs> the last show you'll ever watch. <laughs> well, I put it on a loop and sit there with no just, expression. Yeah, just let it go. But yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Culkin's pretty. Good. And it also has uh, really interesting. Um, uh, female characters yes which is one of the wonderful things that's been happening you know the past 30 years yeah is we're getting really interesting characters that aren't just it's not just all guys that are interesting characters no or yeah. just writing women as guys as a way to show equality yeah there's real there's real texture to all the yeah all the characters and what's his name brian cox is a, is a great actor oh, yeah monster so it's uh i don't know if i like it I know that's what everyone says. When they watch it. That's why I was laughing. You said you're watching it. I was like, I wouldn't have recommended it to you in a thousand years. Yeah, I don't think I like it because <laughs> I can't tell anyone who says I couldn't get into. It, I'm like, you're right. You're correct. But this Culkin guy, what's his first name? Uh, Kieran. Kieran. Kieran Culkin. Boy, that's a hard name to say. Yeah, Kieran Culkin. I have to have Hondro say that. Uh, <laughs> Kieran Culkin. Uh, I don't usually want to meet uh, actors. Yeah. I want to meet him. Just to know. Just to know. Because if he walks in and goes, uh, oh, hi, Penn. Nice to meet you, man. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, good actor. And if he walks in going, uh, I'd like to fuck you in the nose. I don't know what. what? 
<laughs> then I'll say, okay. Yeah, so they just they, so. they just cast the uh, they cast the character. It's really funny. I think your kids are probably older than this. My kids still like to watch Home Alone at Christmas. Uh huh. Yeah. And he's in uh, it. He's one of the little kids in the background. Oh, really? He's you know as a family. Yeah, because his older brothers. He did. Know, he did a lot of a uh, lot of kid stuff, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So when you see him in the background as a little kid, you're like, that guy becomes that <laughs> becomes <laughs> Roman Roy scumbag. <laughs> Now, why does uh, why does the father call him Romulus? I don't know. I don't know either. Full I, name, maybe. I don't know. Roman. Yeah. Uh, they also call him Rome. But anyway, it's good. Oh, uh, I think you could successfully watch this show and identify with nothing. <laughs> good. It, it sounds like fun. You guys are making it sound great. There's nobody, nobody giggling on that show. Good. would be like. I could work for that company. They I could, could hire me. <laughs> I could brighten this whole show up. That's what it needs. You could be He's crushed. A comedy too. juggler. You could yeah. be crushed. Uh, okay. Well, I think we covered uh, all that. I think next week is going to be maybe it'll be Jonathan Rausch. It'd be great. Oh, be but cool. for right now, that was Ben Sunday School. That was Ben Sunday School. Cha cha cha. And to our listening, you become naked. And we're also going to be recording with Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know when we'll, we'll ah. run that. It'll be a bank show. Oh, gosh. we got Gilbert coming up, Bob Corn Revere coming up, Jonathan Rausch. December's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was on. He did that runner as uh, David Brenner. <laughs> we don't know what he'll do. <laughs> Wanting to give oral sex. You know, we love you. Oh, man, totally. <laughs> I was thinking wistfully. Are you surprised? He was, just, ready, he was in the car, man. I was still, no, I was still laughing at Gilbert doing <laughs> David Brenner wanting to go down on women. <laughs> All right. These people are fantastic people. Support us at patreon.com slash pen. Damian Martin, Adam Luce loves Matthew, Michael, Penn, and Reddy. Timo Tehoff, Miriam Ingalls, Scott Kelly, Kirk Barrett, Kelly M., Adam Burzens, Chris Marvin, Fractured Adventures, Carlos Alvarez, Larry Hess, Michael Cornwall, Ross Devereaux, Rue Dudley, Ryan Matthews, Jeff Baker, Eric Dobell, Michael Torbay, Ilan Lee, Leah B., Jacob McCulley, Kelsey Johnson, Nicole Martin, Matthew Rausch, and Crazy Cat Lady Scoop. Thank you! Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.